The small town of Stowe, Vermont has some interesting characters with even more interesting past. Most famous is the Von Trapp family. Yes, those Von Trapps who still call Stowe home to this day. One of the other famous residents leaves a little different impression on its visitors. You may catch a glimpse of a shadow lurking in the trees or hear her voice on the babbling brook, but pray you don't feel the long, wretched claws as they drag you down Emily's Bridge. You are listening to, or so they say, the podcast for two <laughs> sisters travel to small town. I'm Kelsey and I'm mad. This I'm Megan. Or so, I already said, or so they say. Hi. <laughs> Who are we? Where are we? I'm just in such a crappy mood today, okay? I, you know what? We've, we've done this to ourselves. We started talking about crappy things and now we're in crappy moods, but we're going to pick it up for this episode, aren't Listen, we? The big sad oh, medicine <laughs> is not working. I haven't taken my big sad medicine in four days and boy, do I feel That's it. That's not good. It's not because I kept forgetting to go pick it up. I finally got it today. I'll be taking it this evening. I will be back um, <laughs> and mellower than ever tomorrow. <laughs> no, I've been taking mine. I don't know. I don't know. This this week has just not been it. Not mm-hmm. good. No. Between my personal life, I am like, I'm not really sick anymore. I still have this weird lingering cough, but it's minimal, which is cool. Uh, work is just like a whole nightmare and always um, we're having fun with that my work's okay it's interesting well i have multiple jobs go figure i genuinely count this podcast as like a part-time job people are like well how many jobs do you have i'm like really like two and a half so because times are hard Times are very hard. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Go donate to Patreon. Thanks, Patreon. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. Um, oh, poop. What was I going to say? Oh, but I did take a little trip. First of all, lots of things in my life. Quick, quick updates on our lives. We found a new child. Oh, yeah. I was like, why? I don't think we... Yeah, because this just happened this past weekend i don't think we've recorded since we found her maddie found a little kitten in a cornfield um behind her work just a itty bitty really loud itty bitty jelly bean baby (laughs) uh the good news is is we have a line of suitors like a ton of people are like if they don't want her i'll take her if they don't want her i'll take her Dude, if they nothing don't... makes me more angry because i have two kittens <laughs> still looking for homes and i swear to god it's because they're black cats i promise you. that really is a thing great this little kitten is black and white but she's like half and half and i do yeah. think that makes a difference oh yeah and also she's smaller and cuter i get it so i've been telling kelsey all these people who are banging down her door for her daughter's hand in marriage uh, yeah. to point them in my direction <laughs> if it doesn't pan out yeah it's i know i feel like this is kind of i say it's a well-known fact people learn things every day black cats are the least adopted cat Mm -hmm. for whatever stupid reason yeah i don't know uh what else break the stigma i don't know we took the little kitten on a trip today but then she was sleepy took her home i took a day trip to go try a coffee shop out of town it was okay we went to the the cottage and clinton oh i've heard of yeah 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 and it was okay i got first of all they have so many flavors and i was i asked him i was like is that the list of like coffee flavors he went yeah it's a lot i said yes it is Mm -hmm. because there were some weird ones and i got they had pumpkin so i got pumpkin cheesecake latte oh no it's good (laughs) i liked the atmosphere was nice whatever Eh, 
it was i mean i've already mid. looked up the launch date and i've said this i think last year and probably the year before that and i'll say it every year i don't care as someone who worked for the big coffee shop the green aprons yeah, i was part the of the green el- aprons. hey that was that's a real thing i was part of the elite okay and even i when it came to pumpkin spice season your girl was first in line and i mean that literally because i saw it come in on the truck and i was like that's mine that's mine that's mine yeah yeah um starbucks has pumpkin cream cold brew is like (laughs) starbucks did something right and i don't know you know only a, a drink comes like comes along like that once in a lifetime you know i'm just i am at a loss you said here. you've been like dreaming about it and when you learn that the they like have pushed back the i feel launch like they date. used to let the the launch they launched pumpkin really early for a long time like early august like we would be seeing it in the next week or two mm-hmm. it's now still like a month away august 29th yeah it's in the later looked it up mm-hmm. in the u.s here that's late i feel like that's late for them yeah, i mean we say it's late it's literally august and it's <laughs> like summertime and let me give you all a hint as someone who worked there when the christmas drinks roll around everyone's like pumpkin who and they push her to the side Mm-mm. they will have pumpkin till like april depending so on if, the location yes so, of course. especially like less visited locations uh starbucks on college campuses and stuff mm-hmm. have it for dang ever yeah because they still deliver the syrup through the christmas season and it's good for i can't remember how long but the shelf life on it it's got a while because it's a thicker sauce yeah so um you can uh, there have been times where we still had it in like march and april so if you were just jonesing for a pumpkin spice and you're like oh i hate that it's february and it's gone give it's it a try gone. give yeah. it a try ask ask your local barista or if you have the app usually are they pretty good about as long as it's in stock it should be yeah it should be there hmm i don't know but anyway the coffee i got was mid it was okay the people were cool but uh it just if you handed it to me and told me to guess i would never be able to guess also i real i asked for a latte and i don't know why because i don't drink not to be this person i don't drink lattes much anymore because it's a lot of dairy i usually get an americano with like a splash of heavy cream Mm -hmm. um it's just like flavored milk really it is yeah holy cow we are on such a tangent hi we do this every time welcome we have to update them on our lives i think that is important i think we could spend a couple of minutes we're personalizing ourselves we're familiarizing ourselves humanizing we're people too dang it yeah dang <laughs> i mean we don't need like a 15 minute platform to tell you about our woes and what our wishes and our dreams and hopes that's and- <laughs> what my spinoff should have been is just talking about everything that upsets me well i don't have enough time at all for right. that take several seats okay this week well anyway <laughs> we are getting down to, we're, getting to the bottom. we're getting to the bottom of the barrel here not in the, not stop <laughs> not in terms of like quality oh no no uh but in terms of alphabet we're like a fine wine over here we're just getting better with age mm-hmm. hopefully <laughs> i don't know dang. we are we're in the v's we're on our first v as a matter of fact of not many yeah <laughs> This week we're in Stowe, Virginia, or Virginia, no, Vermont, no. Vermont. I Vermont. have it right in front of my face, and I said the wrong. Listen, wrong I'm state. getting. I'm so excited. I'm getting uh, married in a couple months. First of all, very scary. I'm more excited wow. to like take a trip if uh if we can after the <laughs> wedding and we kind of just want to go along the East Coast. I'm like, I want to see Vermont in October. Dude. How pretty 
like we're gonna hit up i think like maine rhode island probably massachusetts uh we don't have a ton of time but Mm -hmm. uh, i want to see a little bit of the east coast in in the fall man wonder right so i can't imagine how pretty stowe vermont is going to be oh there's pictures and it's beautiful i'll show you (laughs) and actually we could have lost it we could have lost its luster altogether in vermont but thank the lord for the change and i'll get into it in the history i was gonna say what are you saying what are you trying to say because i'll go ahead and tell you right now the location that we're covering i could not give you a ton of background on without immediately jumping into haunted history like there's only so much i can tell you because we are covering a place called emily's bridge oh we haven't done a bridge in a minute i know it's actually called gold brook covered bridge yeah that makes sense i mm-hmm. came across that a lot but the locals know it more as emily's bridge so i couldn't get a ton into it so you better believe i'm fluffing it up well, that's okay i like fluff i'm telling i'm gonna tell you about the the city of stowe are you gonna say I how it it's got its Stowey. name because i feel like stowe is a pretty no, didn't come across that you remember national treasure where like stowe the name stowe oh, doesn't yeah, that have yeah. some kind of like historical significance sure i don't oh, know right all right i'm not going to tell you how it got okay well name. i was curious <laughs> okay so we're back to our roots we are in a small town as of 2023 the population of stowe vermont is 823 people love township township and it is growing at a rate of 37.17 percent my god is stone new (laughs) in 2020 it had a population of 600 so they've gained over 200 people in three years it's the smaller numbers that throw it off i'm Mm -hmm. like good god but i mean that's that's significant significant. when you're looking at that small of a town also uh, we're in a nice blue state. The U.S. Senator, we love to hear it, is Bernie Sanders. Wow. Oh, feel the burn. I hate to say, when you say nice blue state, it's like we're pooping on the red states. The states themselves are fine. You just, no. like... And obviously, we've done more Democratic states because we're towards the end. We've done red. We've done blue. We've done the switcheroo, which is good old Indiana. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. But... And I didn't mean to rhyme, but I saw Bernie Sanders' name and I was like, wonderful. Wonderful. Listen. You know, you could have had him. You there are crazies <laughs> on both sides. I'm not going to sit here and act like. No. You're I've... all nuts. You're all freaking nuts. Yeah. My gosh. But right. anyway. Well, strap in because it doesn't get much more exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Do they have a duck race, an annual duck race? There was a place, I, it was a long time ago. Remember we talked about like a cornbread festival mm-hmm. and it was a here duck in race? Indiana. It was not too far from here. I can't remember Ooh, maybe. where it was. Maybe. Um, so the median age of Stowe. <laughs> um, the median age. 42. No. Mm, 50? No. Higher? Yeah. My God. <laughs> 55. No. What? What is it? Do you want one more guess? 69. Nice. No. 62. 69.7%. <gasps> what? That is 71.5 for males and 69.3 for females. Girl, she is one foot in the grave. <laughs> that is the <laughs> oldest. That's more than double. Mm-hmm. That's more than double the national average. Uh-huh. Why? Okay, I know that smaller numbers throw things off sometimes but that is asinine why it's um 
Vermont's Girl, where people go to die, I guess. It is. Like, one foot in the grave. <laughs> Stowe, what are you doing? This is, okay, I wonder if this town in particular, I hate to, listen, I feel like stereotypes are stereotypes for a reason, and I've had people get annoyed with me for saying that. I don't care. Uh, it's true. And I feel like people say the older you get, the more conservative you get. Mm-hmm. And I think that is honest. That might be bullcrap. That's kind of an excuse. But yeah. in some ways, in some aspects, sure. Um, like, I already get annoyed with the youth. So I don't know. <laughs> I'm getting older. Yeah. Um, but I wonder if this city is blue. With that median age, you're telling me they're all blue haired biddies? Like, yeah. going. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They're just old. That's. That's it. That's, I guess. I, I don't know. I don't know. Seems seems sus to me. And I, I guess if the state as a whole is blue, they must lean that way. At least I, I, I don't know about well, the state. Who knows? The city itself. Yeah, that's all different. Anyway, poverty rate is uh, also not on par. It is <sighs> really low. L- lower, yeah. Because what did we say the national average like is like fourteen? Yes, it's it's low. Is it a single digit? Yeah. Yeah, because, <laughs> oh, I'm not even going to get into it. I know. Older it is, people are set, like, hmm. Eight, okay. Well, I'll, I'm going to get into it. It's 8.08% is the poverty rate. Right. And I'm sure it was nice to have the money that you did 50 years ago, Helen. <laughs> the 2020 medium household income is um, confusing because I did check world population and the data website because uh, world population actually had 2023 numbers where data only had 2020. Mm -hmm. It was saying that in 2020, or I'm sorry, in 2023, the house uh, median household income is 49,357. But according to data in 2020, it was like 70 something interesting it, it okay 30,000 in three years well now my I guess my guess on that is oh I don't social security people retiring and having social security like I'm sure these people are so old no offense this isn't that old <laughs> no so I've decrepit. got screenshots for you they all no, know that they haven't left like these people probably aren't at a point where they're moving around Vermont's a pretty nice place to settle down so my guess is the people who are in their 40s 50s 60s in 2020 are now getting on social security so the average went down because it's the same people making less money i guess i don't know well that's what let me i'll give you the rest of the numbers here so we're talking anywhere from 50 to seventy thousand is the median household income the medium home property value is three hundred and twenty-five thousand. Mm-hmm. well because i'm sure we're thinking it wasn't the same exact worth thing that when they, when bought, they bought it, it. i'm sure the mm-hmm. median when they all bought their homes was like ninety-eight thousand. yeah uh, the racial breakdown is white. Yeah. Actually, there's only three races here. The rest were white, big old goose eggs. Two plus and other. No. Oh. Uh, white population is 92.5%. American Indian and Alaska Native is 7.3%. And Black and African American is 0.167. Okay. And that was it. Now, here's the thing that gets me. 45.6% of this population, almost half, has a bachelor's degree or higher. Is that a lot? That is surprising. Yeah. Okay. I guess I, I don't, we don't really cover that one much. So. No, but it's, I would say because um, 
because it's the older generation, they were able to pay for these things at the time. And that's why so many people, I mean, how many people in our town do you think have gone to and finished college and gotten a degree? Mm, and stayed here? Hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. not a lot. Not a okay, lot. so let me go ahead. I told you the population. She old. She very old. And you showed me uh, the town in um, Utah. Oh, Salt Lake. Not Salt Lake City, but... But Utah, how it was like a big pyramid because the younger generation was just taking over and then the older you got, the smaller the numbers got. This yeah. is that same chart, mind mm-hmm. you, but for Stowe, uh, Oh. Yeah. What in the world? There are no middle-aged people. It's, you have a couple of kids, all female, apparently. Yeah. Some 20 and 30-year-old, like a sprinkling of 20 and 30-year-olds, and then nothing, 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 70 years old. It just juts out. So what I want to know, let me see where Stowe is on a map. I want, I always, this is my thought every time this happens, which is, is it close to a larger hub no, mm-hmm. for Petey's sake, my phone's not even going to work now. Um, um, is it close to a larger hub that, like, just show me where Stowe is? So there's Stowe. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Randolph, Levin, where? Just, gosh darn, what's the biggest city? I guess, I don't know. <laughs> now that I say it, I don't even know the biggest city. Yeah, I'm Vermont. like, I don't know Vermont at all, <laughs> truly. Um, what is the capital of Vermont? Hey, Siri. Gosh. What is the capital of Vermont? Monty Piler? Yeah. I should have let it say it out loud so we can okay. hear it. Okay, <laughs> that is the capital? Yes. It is very close. Okay. It is a stone's throw okay. from Monty Piler. If I'm saying that wrong, I don't care. Sorry. We don't I, care. I just don't anymore. Yeah, I can't at the do bottom it here, it says there are 569 adults, 446 of whom are seniors. <laughs> Okay, yeah, it's a 30-minute drive from the capital to Stowe, so I'm wondering if it's another one of those situations where these are a bunch of old biddies, maybe it's revitalizing because it's closer to the capital, uh-huh. and younger people are moving there because it's more financial, financially smart mm-hmm. than, I mean, given the median household, in, or the median house value, maybe not, but... I'm not smirking at what you're saying, I'm smirking at my next point. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's my take on that. And yes, I do believe because all these old people, older people are there, they've been there for a long time. And I know with every fiber of my being that they bought those houses for a fraction, a mm-hmm. fraction of the value today. I bought this house two, three years ago, and it has already gone up like, I don't know, 35% a bit. Yeah. in value. Like, especially today. Mm-mm. Well, let's talk more numbers. I'm I'm desperately going to try to keep us off this tangent, but I ha- I had to had to cover I can't, this. I can't. So help we're it. talking about the median household income being somewhere between fifty and seventy. Uh, the average earnings per the binary male and female. Um, it says average earnings is thirty two thousand three hundred and forty four. That's an individual. Hmm. <laughs> get this because do the quick math in your head if the average is thirty-two thousand for males it is sixty thousand eight hundred ninety-eight so i'm gonna guess females are in the tens the females don't exist oh that that column is female and it's a big zero apparently they're saying no women no women in this city work or have an income 
Make it make sense. That Look cannot, that cannot the be right. Overall, this is the average. This is the male population. So you have your overall number less than a grade school, high school graduates, some college, zero, 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 boom, bachelor degree and graduate degree has money. So you have either, that's it. You have old white men who have degrees making money and they're old white, they're old women, wives are sitting at home doing nothing. So my theory is gone because you can't tell me that there are 10, 20, 20s and 30 year olds there not making money. Living with mom and dad. Living with grandma and grandpa. Yeah, I guess. This, this is the strangest be, city. That has to be skewed. There's no, I refuse to believe that. Not a single woman in that town works. And not a single person that has taxes. a high school degree or some college works. Male or female in the binary, none. There's Yeah, I guess they're saying the only jobs that have generate any type of income there is people with degrees. I don't the believe that for a second. I'm so sorry. Strange. Well, when you go on your your uh, little honeymoon there through... The I'm not going to Stowe. <laughs> you <laughs> <No. cannot>. <laughs> <laughs> What in the world? Anyway, Stowe. I had to show you Maybe that. Maybe I'll because swing by because I got to know. I'm looking at pictures of... Why is my service just garbage? It's oh. also a vacation spot. Maybe not a lot of people live there because it's a big vacation spot. So this girl clearly doesn't... What in the world kind of picture? I just Google imaged it and this is one of the images. Ladies of Stowe. <laughs> no, that girl clearly doesn't live there because she's like she 25 to 30. No, she, she's like 30 at best. At um, best. Experiencing fallen... St- did you say ladies of Stowe? Why did you say... I was like, is because it really? Because you can see all five of them. That's yeah, true. Why don't women in Stowe work make money search like what in the world i don't know i gotta because dig the into patriarchy that is strong in that one Ugh. okay we've got to talk about the city holy cow this can't be I a blue city how, i don't know how much time we spent <laughs> on this okay <clears throat> let me go ahead and tell you a little bit about the city stowe shall we yeah. it's located in lamoille county and if i said it wrong i don't care because it's the grossest sounding county. it sounds french <laughs> l-a-m-o-i-l-l-e it could be. Yeah, I'm going to say French. Okay. It is nicknamed the ski capital of the East. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which, and where does the East stop, truly? What a weird I claim. had to, to give the pause there. All right. Stowe was charted on June 8th, 1763. Happy belated birthday. My goodness. But Ber- Vermont did not become a state until 28 years later in 1791, even though the town had already been established. It sounds like they just do whatever they want, honestly. The lawless land. Yeah. When it became a state, Vermont, more settlers started to arrive. And in its early years, Stowe was dominated by farm and lumber industries. So at one point, over 75% of the land of Stowe and most of Vermont had been used, uh, had been cleared for lumber production. That doesn't surprise me, honestly. Don't worry, though, because all those beautiful fall trees you see, they were saved, and they were saved by the farmers. Thank goodness. Listen, that's why I want to go through Vermont, is Mm -hmm. because it looks so pretty. After some time, Vermont did switch from sheep farms to dairy farms. And this, again, is in like the 17, early 1800s. Nine of those farms still exist today like they're still running and it's a family thing they're operational so this allowed the majority of the cleared area to reforest yay we have beautiful trees in vermont again Mm -hmm. 
By the mid-19th century, Stowe became a well-known summer resort thanks to its mountains. I don't know why summer and the mountains went together, but that's what the internet said. I don't know. I think you're all lying. (laughs) Through World War I, the summer tourism was crucial to Stowe's economy. And according to Wikipedia, this is coming directly from them. So, I mean, it seems oddly specific, but there's not a lot of people in this town to keep track of. So maybe it's true. There were three Swedish families living in Stowe that began walking around town on long wooden boards with upturned ends in 1913 what as a as a marketing ploy well this ushered in a new chapter in stowe's history as skiing went on to became an important part of the economy how so popular, they're walking around with skis how popular was the the were these families well now well i saw the joneses wearing those so i'm gonna wear some uh it wasn't this family because it says swedish but we'll get into it there's a famous family here there is a famous family mm-hmm In 1921, they had their inaugural winter carnival that included ski, ski jumping, skating, and other activities. Yay, we're Mm. a winter town now. Yay. A lot of ski tracks were made during the Great Depression, but downhill skiing didn't take off until around the 1930s. Where else do you go? You're just going to kind of like scoop back in. I guess. So there is the Vermont Ski Museum that was founded in 1988, relocated to Stowe in 2000. So they got that going for them. It's hanging out there. Cool. Skiing scares me. Won't be doing that. So who is this famous family I talk about that is from Stowe or is living in Stowe? They're not from it. They're living in it currently? Um... Yes, the the family is still there, I believe. I don't know. You'll never guess. I know I won't. The Von Trapps, of course. Oh, wow. You know, the famous traps from The Sound of Music? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So they were largely fictionalized. I have to come clean right now in front of God and everyone. Say it at the same time. Three, two, one. I've I've never never seen The the Sound Sound of Music. music. Nope, I haven't. And I know people, (laughs) because I do like musicals and have seen a ton of movies, I think everybody is like low-key mad about that. Mm -hmm. And it's not because I don't want to. I just haven't gotten around to it. Yeah, Yeah, I've never seen it either. It's on my watch list. So it was a lot of things for me. (laughs) You know what? I'll... I love Moulin Rouge, and they definitely sing The Hills Are Alive with the yeah, Sound of I've Music. Yeah, i heard that one, so... <laughs> okay, I so, basically know the whole movie. Yes, the Von Trapps were largely fictionalized in the 1959 musical The Sound of Music, but the real-life Von Trapps. There is Baron George Von Trapp and his wife Maria, who left Austria and moved to Vermont. When Baron died, the family expanded their home and operated as a 30-room ski lodge. Uh, just a casual small house well and it just got bigger over time it went over some expansions through the years there was a fire at one point and then there's always a fire at another point and then they ended up adding on like 20 extra rooms they they we will rebuild they they grew and then at one point 32 family members had a share of this lodge how many of you are there the von traps they just they multiply yes. you know so 32 family members had shares in this thing at least they're not like not you the ugly one like you no, don't no. get a share they did because at some legal then some legal stuff went down one of the von traps tried to buy out their shares etc cetera, etc cetera. lots of crap they got the state involved it went to court 
all yeah. sorts of stuff. Today, the Trapp Family Lodge is located on 2,500 acres and is managed by Sam Von Trapp, son of Johannes Von Trapp. And I'm over here just asking for a acre. Right. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Share a little. In 2010, they began to brew beer under the name Trap Lager, now named Von Trapp Brewing, and it annually produces about 60,000 gallons of traditional German and Austrian-style lagers. Which is one of my favorites, I guess. The Von Trapp Beer Hall, and that is the German spelling B-I-E-R Hall, opened down the hill from the lodge and serves food and drinks. So do you want to visit Stone now? I don't know, maybe. They just weird. They're weird to me. They're like, ooh, a woman with a job? Get out. Like, they'll kick me out. Stop. You're going to skew our numbers. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I've told you all about City. I fluffed it up as much as I could. I told you I didn't have a lot to cover we on this place. We go on enough tangents. It's fine. So now, within Stowe, there is a covered bridge by the name of Goldbrook Covered Bridge, locally known as Emily's Bridge. It is a small wooden bridge that runs over... The Golden Brook, that is literally the name of the water that runs under Who could have guessed? Is Golden Brook. It was constructed in 1844. It stands about 8.2 feet high and is 50 feet long, which isn't that long. Truly, when you look at it, it looks like Edna Cullen's. Yeah, it doesn't sound eight foot. That's not that tall. Yeah, an 8.2 foot clearing. It's not very big. Um. And that's where my history on the bridge stops, because any more gives too much away. That's okay, because I'm going to talk about that. So that is the end of my segment. I hope I made it as exciting as I could with no information. Mm, it was okay. It could have been better, but anyway. Wow, um, I really thought that. Do you want me to say, the hills shut are up. <laughs> No. <laughs> with a sound. Shut okay. Up. No, I don't want you to. To, Am I embarrassed that. that that's going to be on our podcast forever and ever? A little bit, but oh, I don't care. Fine. Y'all can deal. What in the world? We used to sing a lot. You know what? I sang in my latest episode of the Retro Club too to open it. So did you? Yes, because we did the wedding singer. So how else are you going to open up the episode? Oh, but I remember. I in recall song form. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which song? You don't have to I sing was just it. singing. I oh, was just okay. singing my intro, like, and hi, Megan. And yeah. I see, I see. It was horrible. And I also said that we are um, available for hire if anyone's looking for a singer for their event. Yeah. <laughs> I do have one coming up. So maybe, maybe I'll be hired. Maddie already said she'd hire me as your wedding singer. She didn't tell me anything. I, you were sitting right there. You know, I don't listen. Oh my God. What in the world? <laughs> I don't listen to nothing. Okay, right, it's your turn, and I'm gonna tune you out. So have fun. Sounds good. I've been over here yawning. Jeez, I know, I'm tired. Wake up. Well, I can't. Anyway, <laughs> were you gonna do the yes. system of a down thing? Yes, I just I don't know the words that well. Anyway, ah, uh, you know what I haven't done yet, and I almost just did it now, but I'm gonna try very hard not to. Don't even speak into existence. Why would you say that? Swallow it. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> if I burp mid sentence, I'm so sorry. I, that's not genuine. I'm I'm just letting you know it <laughs> why, might happen. Why do I lie like that? <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so we're going back. Like, this felt very um, nostalgic to... Wh- hello? I'm taking She's this. stealing yarn. <laughs> um, this place felt nostalgic because it kind of took me back to sort of the beginning when we used to do this, you know, Hell's mm-hmm. Gates, Edna Collins, things like that. Yeah. Even I mean, the purple head... 
The Purple Head Bridge. Yeah, I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, wow. there's a, we've been to a number of bridges. What a, f- a, a the, fever dream. The Bridgeton Covered Bridge. Oh, yeah. Avon. Avon Bridge. Yep. With Goat The Man. Four Arches. I don't know if you would count that, but... Yeah. Hell's Gates isn't really a bridge. It's uh underpass. Uh, yeah. God. I did it. You did it. I'm so <laughs> that mad That was you. audible, too. <laughs> I'm so mad. Usually it's quiet. Now what? I am taking this yarn. You can tell Maddie it's your fault. Okay, well, I sucked an ear to talk and it just happens. <laughs> well, anyway, um, so I'm going to cover this. I'm uh, taking this information. What in the world? <laughs> From StowCountryHomes.com. It gives you a little bit of background. You really didn't touch on it at all, so it should be okay. I was scared. Everything I found immediately started talking about, about Emily, and I was like, ah. yeah. So we're going to cover this and then I'm going to go to another site that I don't think overlaps. I mean, by design, it'll overlap a little bit, but we'll get there. So this is stowcountryhomes.com. I'm sorry I just read verbatim. They said it best. What can I say? Like, I don't know. Um, Emily's covered bridge in Stowe, Vermont is no ordinary bridge. Granted, it's a covered bridge that has charm and mystery about it as much as the other hundreds of covered bridges that <laughs> so New England is famous mysterious. for. Huh? So mysterious. I know. Um, only Emily's bridge has far more mystery than charm. Ooh. My nose keeps running. What in the world? Get a tissue or no, something. I've been wiping on my hands like a toddler. <laughs> <laughs> Story swirling around this particular bridge could be the basis for a good horror movie. Are you okay? I'll be okay. <laughs> or a TV series. For all appearances, the bridge looks normal. It's just another bridge on a brook that was built in the 19th century. A dime a dozen, of course. All right. Can't throw uh, a rock without hitting a covered mm-hmm. bridge. Uh, but the first clue that something isn't typical about this bridge is right in the name. Who's Emily? Because the official name of the bridge is the Goldbrook Covered Bridge. So why did Emily, what did Emily do to get the bridge named after her? It's usually not something good. Let's just start there. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, I don't, I feel, I don't know. Anytime I feel like there's a name attached to a bridge that it's not really its name, it's not a good thing. It's usually a dedication to someone who has passed. Mayhaps. Mayhaps. Emily's Broken Heart. (sighs) Built the in, worst kind of story. Yeah. Built in 1844, Emily's Bridge in Stowe, Vermont, was just 50 feet long over Goldbrook and was covered with dark wood that the elements haven't been merciful to ever since. <laughs> uh, but around the time the bridge was built, the dark wood was still new, smelling of fresh pine, and creaked every time a horse-drawn wagon crossed it. We love that. Mm, picture it. Mm. Sicily. Yeah. <laughs> a young woman named Emily planned to elope with her love. Their meeting place was this same bridge, but when he didn't show, Emily, filled with despair, hanged herself from the rafters of the Goldbrook Bridge. Emily. Yeah. That sad, is a bit extreme. Mm-hmm, a sad story indeed. And anyone who hears it for the first time feels sorry for young Emily and her broken heart. Full pause. I don't feel sorry for Emily. No man. Oh, here we go. <laughs> what man? Like, you're going to elope and he he doesn't show up and your first thing is life's not worth living. There are a dime a dozen, sis. You throw a rock, you hit a covered ridge. You throw another rock, you hit a mid-man. Like, it's not. <laughs> no man is worth hanging yourself over. So, no, I don't feel sorry for her. I think she was a little overdramatic. Jeez Louise. I'm just, just being honest. Going in hard on Emily. Which I shouldn't say that just yet because hear when you hear what she kind of does in her in her free time now that she has so well, much now of it. you can't go to stow she knows she can hear but she knows you. i'm talking crap about her because it's extreme there is no man i would do that for i'm sorry there's no man 
you would do anything for Kelsey. exactly <laughs> exactly uh anyway only emily wasn't finished with the bridge just yet why of course not. take it out on him i'm sorry i'm just stuck on that when i read that i was like i'm sorry emily i do not feel sorry for you what i think you were like stupid a romeo and juliet dealio where he got caught up and couldn't make it and she's like this is this is the end and then he shows him and goes oh no 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 <laughs> yeah there was a whole like row of cattle going past he's like dang it because i don't know trains were probably there i don't know uh <laughs> he got railroaded but he couldn't say that back then no one would understand no um and she's just really impatient and she killed herself and i feel like that was too much you did too much emily emily well she can't work there so what else was she i gonna know do? she's not allowed to have an income <laughs> of any kind <laughs> anyway you give those candles and quilts to your husband emily and he will sell them for you yes <laughs> The hauntings at Emily's Covered Bridge. Stories started making the rounds in the area of sightings of young Emily lurking around the bridge. Not the sweet and sorrowful sorrowful Emily we learned about, but a vengeful Emily, full of wrath and apparently long nails. <laughs> no, no. Maybe she realized in death she's like, she's like I have made a, so a grave mistake. Oh, oh, she went stupid stupid as soon as she saw her dead body immediately she's like god that was that was the wrong move (laughs) that's what i'm saying i feel like this is where because you like full disclosure there's going to be people who try to debunk things all the time there's an article that you found that tried that did but tried to debunk it whatever Mm -hmm. they had their reasonings they feel like they have pretty solid proof as to how this is not true but if uh, the story or the hauntings the the story which would mean that there should be no hauntings but i have my thoughts on that too yeah yeah well i just feel like that doesn't line up at all someone who was so fragile that they're they're to be wed didn't show up so she just straight up ended it all for that reason you're telling me now she's vengeful and mean like unless she's mad at herself which understandable emily yeah jesus think twice next time lord there isn't a next time good job (laughs) anyway she's wrathful and apparently has long nails now that's the worst uh emily was understandably upset at being jilted anybody would be but for emily to take it out on passing cars (laughs) (laughs) and if emily it's just one extreme to the next someone consider that over (laughs) dramatic but that's old emily (laughs) that's what it says Oh, just classic mm, Emily. I know. She started slashing cars passing over the bridge, leaving scars not unlike those left by Wolverine of X-Men fame. Oh, I was like, where is this going? I know. I thought that was a weird, it was a weird, you know, comparison. But they're saying like she's leaving scratches it. as if like Wolverine scratched the car. I would say Baraka from Mortal Kombat, but that's an even more obscure. (laughs) Yes, yes. Even pedestrians crossing Emily's covered bridge are not safe, and the marks on their backs bear witness to Emily's fury, which hasn't been, hasn't abated even after all these years. Yeah, I know. Modern sightings. To this day, blogs and websites still tell stories about recent hauntings and sightings of poor Emily. Is she really that poor? She's mean now. Um, Still going about her tortured business. When you choose this. to stop in the middle of a sentence, man. Uh, I what? What do you mean? Like that was the end of the sentence, right? You stopped mid sentence, made your comment, and then said the rest of the sentence. Oh, well, about her tortured business yeah. is in the right. It's written. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Because it's like you stop, made a comment, you go about her tortured business. Yes, yes, I can't <laughs> help myself. I have to. 
I'm just adding to for like you know embellishing razzle dazzle yeah a little razzle dazzle what is surprising about all of this is that Emily hadn't thought about waylaying the guy who scorned her and giving him a piece of her mind along with some scratches yeah Emily could have thought about that one <laughs> Uh, that would have been the logical thing to do. They are mean to her, too. She's No but wonder as, she's so angry. But as we all know, ghosts are not the most logical people or apparitions. Uh, if you like a good paranormal story and get a kick out of exploring haunted places, Emily's Bridge in Stowe, Vermont will get you all tingly in the right places. <laughs> Who, who's writing this? And they said, calm today, book book one of their vacation rentals. That That's just a cash grabby bunch of holes um well anyway so when they said there are still blogs and you know investigator websites that talk talk about their visits i found one of those wow it's uh-huh. medium.com um this is davy russell who is i don't know if this is their group but it's expara investigations okay and this was written in uh 2017 uh well i guess it has to be because it's XPI lead investigator. Uh, what? No. See, who wrote this? Now I'm confused. Whoever the heck Davy Russell is, we don't know. We don't care. Uh, the lead investigator is Alan Barnes, and it looks like that's where this information is coming from. Uh, he has an unnerving experience at one of Vermont's most famous haunted places. Have you no. seen a picture of the bridge? I have, yes. That's it why is, it's, it's weird. It's dark. It's a little like, spooky. All of the bridges around indiana that we see anyway they're like red covered bridges they're exactly what you picture this is dark and it it, looks foreboding yeah i don't know why i had to say like that (laughs) anyway let us begin the pitch black darkness smothered me the rushing water of gold brook 10 feet below me echoed against the wooden walls and roof of the gold brook covered bridge in stowe vermont they really love staying in stowe vermont Uh, it filled my ears so that I could hear nothing but the vicious rush of water over rock, reverberating off the old wooden walls. But I could feel, and what I felt was the slightest sensation of something just barely brushing against my left arm. It's a brook. Just barely. <laughs> okay. What do you mean? In the rushing water. It's a babbling brook. <laughs> it's babbling at best. Uh, <laughs> anyway, something brushed against his left arm. Ooh. Uh, I was the only one of my team inside what the locals call Emily's Bridge, probably the most famous haunted place in Vermont, so they say. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had taken over the bridge shift from Claire, who had just wrapped up EVP sessions and reported being lightly touched by something also. Uh, I was happy that Emily hadn't become violent yet, since there are so many reports of people in vehicles getting attacked when crossing the bridge. Mm. it's extremely rare for a ghost to attack people but from the reports and photos i've seen this ghost has claws please yeah it's a little weird my partner lordis laguna uh was stationed in the parking area which the bridge uh watching the bridge through a four full spectrum cameras hooked up to a single monitor i was eager to know if she saw what had possibly brushed up against me or claire i'd have to wait though as my radio was useless in the cacophony of sound from the brook below so it's got to be a pretty Uh, yeah it's got to be moving we shouldn't call this a brook anymore people i feel like (laughs) a rushing river all right it's a stream why is it alliteration like that rushing river babbling brook um screaming stream (laughs) (laughs) i don't know i don't know (laughs) um anyway so i feel i will say 
we've talked about before in the past, if you all recall the Mill Dam episode, how moving water is a natural, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Conductor? Conduit. No, that's not the right word. It's just, it's energy. It's natural moving energy. Uh Uh-huh. And I can see both sides of this very easily. We had some really solid EVPs from Mm -hmm. from Mill Dam. And I feel like they stood out from the sound of rushing water because this day it is a dam. It's going over a waterfall. Like, oh, yeah, there's a lot of sound happening here, but they sound like voices coming straight through. I we've been in like Hell's Gates where there's rushing water in the in the tunnel. Mm hmm. And if, if it's dark enough, if you're listening hard enough, you'll hear things in the mm-hmm. water that aren't really there. It sounds like voices. It sounds like music. It sounds like whatever. Um, he said that Claire had done an EVP session before him. Granted, the touching thing I can't explain. But the EVPs, if they go back and listen to them, it's going to be hard. Listening yeah. through rushing water. Like, Mill Dam, it was worth it for us to listen through it. It was good, but it's hard. Well, it does stand out because the sound is closer to the microphone. So, it, especially when you have rushing water like that, you're typically not going... It's not going to change uh, how it fast is, it's, it's like flowing. A, it's like a white noise. So, yeah. when something stands out from it, just like uh, the Asher Walton... That's what I was going to say. This room we stayed in had a fan going, and it was constant. Mm-hmm. But so when something did happen, it stuck out. Because when we cons. caught ourselves being like, oh, what was that? And having to strain and listen and rewind it over and over, we're like, okay, it's obviously just us, the white noise being warped. So it got to the point where if you thought you heard something, if it was so small, just let it go. It was probably nothing because if something does happen, it's going to stand out from the white noise. Right. So... Just a note of that. I think water is good. For all y'all investigators out there who yeah. are curious. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Babbling Brook. Uh, screaming stream. Paul Nordstrom <laughs> was close by, but stationed underneath the briz- bridge just at the edge of the water. Again, I felt a slight sensation of something brushing against the edge of my coat. I spun around and fumbled for my full-spectrum camera. The pinkish-purple hue of the LCD screens made my eyes squint in the darkness. So they have infrared. So that's kind of spooky looking. that's scary looking. Yeah. Yeah. It's like hot pink and black. Yeah. I turned around full circle to confirm that I was the only one inside the bridge. I looked at my watch. It was 1 a.m. This says, a photographic anomaly appears in the top right-hand side of the full-spectrum photography of Emily's Bridge. The pinkish-purple hue is a result of the infrared and ultraviolet lights used to record in total darkness. Okay. And the anomaly is an orb. Okay. But, I mean, I mean, that's pretty... If you get close to it, I don't know if you can tell from there, it has, like, depth to it and mm-hmm. even, like, a spot in the middle. That was weird. That was scary. What was that? I don't know. This house is haunted. Anyway, okay. according to... I, it might have been a car driving by. I don't know. Uh, Through acor- this window? Well, reflecting... I have no idea. I don't know. <laughs> according to legend, Emily was a young woman who died at or on the bridge over 150 years ago. There are two versions of this story. In one, she was supposed to meet her lover by the bridge late one night so they could run away and elope. He never showed. She hung herself. We heard that. In the second version, her lover never showed up on what was supposed to be their wedding day. In a fit of rage and sorrow, she drove her horse and carriage to confront him, but missed the turn at the bridge and crashed, killing both herself and the horses. No! (laughs) That makes more sense to me. Like, for the vengeful thing. Like, if she's angry... Okay, yeah, And she stormed off to go see him. I think that tracks better. Yeah. 
also, it's interesting. I don't recall anybody saying, because the last article I read made a comment about like the creaking sound of horses crossing the bridge. I'm like, clearly that's going to be something that will uh, show up later. later. Yeah. And it did. It Foreshadowing. Doesn't. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. But I would imagine EVPs and stuff probably give you that sound, which would also make sense with the horses having died there. We heard, and her dying I mean, in a carriage and all that. We heard that about the Bridgeton Bridge, that you would hear horse hooves on the yeah. bridge. Yeah, so to me, the second story makes a lot more sense in why she acts the way she does in the afterlife, hearing carriage uh, uh, wheels, hearing hooves, things like that. Yeah. For decades, Emily's ghost has been uh, a fixture on the bridge. Some people have heard the sounds of a young woman screaming at the bridge. Some have reported being touched or scratched. Cars as well as horses and carriages have reportedly been scratched when crossing the bridge. Photographic anomalies, orbs, blurred spots, faint images of a face or a woman's figure are frequently reported. Faint flashes of light in various areas of the bridge have also been reported. Equipment malfunctions are common, too. In fact, the fully charged battery in my camera was dead within 10 minutes. Ah. Uh, and the replacement only lasted 20. It should have lasted well over two hours. I am on my third battery, and I'm already getting a low battery indicator. Okay. Which we have, recalling, we have had issues like that all the way back at Ashmore. Oh, yeah, from the very beginning. Where we had charged our stuff all day stepped uh, we videoed like a, a little spider outside well, not a little spider it was huge that was the point yeah we like took a recording of a spider of this little outbuilding that was in rubble and then stepped through the building flash flash low battery dead like the camera didn't last at all oh no yeah as soon as we got into the building i was like bye yeah the battery indicator was full until you stepped in the building and then it died within minutes mm -hmm. so it happens if if there is a lot of energy in a place and it's sucking energy from your electronics it's possible claire had complained that her audio recorder kept turning itself off but only when she was inside the bridge our remote full spectrum cameras have occasionally blinked off and then back on all evening now is there any truth to the legend of emily there are no records of a young woman named Emily living in the area at the time that the famous story of Emily's demise took place. In fact, the story of Emily made its way into local legend fairly recently, with the first official mention allegedly coming from a 1968 high school paper written by a student who said that he communicated with a spirit who identified herself as Emily when he was using a Ouija board on the bridge. So, and yet, there is tantalizing evidence that there may be something to the story after all. In an old, old graveyard located within Stowe Village, there is an unassuming headstone with the words, Little Emmeline, oh. inscribed on it. And could that be Emily? It says, daughter of, and it's very hard to see. It, I mean, it's very old. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to read. See, but when it says Little Emmeline, it makes me feel like it's a child of, like, maybe 10 or less. I think it says, uh, daughter of H.S. What RP laid lad L A D D maybe time to go do a grave rubbing. I guess the grave of little Emmeline in the village of Stowe, Vermont, is this Emily's grave. Who knows whether something happened on this? Uh, what you saying, little? Yes, that to me implies like a child of not marrying or eloping age. Right. So. 
Whether something happened on this bridge 150 years ago or more, more recently, there is a mysterious presence at this place that has drawn people from all over the, to search for Emily's ghost. I have to be honest, I didn't expect anything to happen. Ha what happened at Emily's Bridge? I expected to write the whole thing off as a pure legend with no basis in fact, and the paranormal experiences people have here as nothing more than the result of self-induced, ghost story-inspired fright in an old wooden bridge in the woods in the dark, with a rushing brook creating all sorts of acoustical anomalies that could be taken for ghostly noises. Literally everything we just said. Yeah. The power of suggestion when you're in a creepy place, you see things, you hear things, it makes mm -hmm. it hard. Yes. But it is hard to write off clear, distinct sensations of something brushing across the back of your neck, or your arm, or your coat. And there's the question of what keeps draining our batteries, and why do so many of our photographs show mysterious anomalies that are not present when we take photos from outside of the bridge? And then this same, so another anomaly off to the left, you see a luminous photograph anomaly appears in the far left of the photo taken on the bridge, photograph using UV or IR light. Right. This bridge is not long at all, yet you feel isolated when you enter it alone in the dark. I have to pause here because I just remembered. Um, I don't, again, I don't remember if I told this story on here or on the Patreon episode, but the friend that took, takes her family to Vizzoli's because she thinks it's the best <laughs> thing. Like the third time we mentioned it, yeah. Well, because, or wait, no, should I, should I tell this story on here? She met, I can tell part of it. She met a guy online and was going to meet him somewhere when i said i told you i was like i don't know where they were gonna meet it was like his place somewhere weird whatever uh-huh he wanted her to she said she was into spooky stuff and he said we should go to tunnelton no <laughs> he's like let's go uh -uh. ghost hunting at tunnelton she's never met this man before uh-uh um and she was asking about it i'm like it's long but not like super long but there it, it curves to a point where when you're in the middle you can't see either end i mean you can't see either long. exit it, it is yes I, it could be longer but what i'm saying is in some you can stand in the middle and see end to end there is a curve to tunnelton where if you're in the middle you cannot see either end. there is no light it's pitch black and granted us walking in there not even to the middle was pitch black yeah that's where he wanted to meet her for the first time i said sis you were gonna get killed <laughs> yeah and she and that's when she's like it's okay he ghosted me anyway <laughs> god yeah that's because i said honestly a blessing in disguise he wanted to meet you in the dark at tunnelton go back to our tunnelton episode and realize why that is a horrible, horrible idea, idea. <laughs> yes i was just like what in the world uh because maybe he's around that area i don't know I don't know if she went and he didn't and he ghosted her or like what happened, but it just didn't end up happening. I said, good, drive away, get out of there. Like, what day was it that you did that? And what yeah. day is it now? Tell me. I don't know. It was very scary. Anyway, they're saying you feel isolated in this bridge, even though it's only 50 feet long. Yeah. But I do think the dark wood kind of assists with that. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. my sense of isolation quickly turned to anxiety when I heard, through the din of the rushing brook, the sound of something scraping on wood no more than five feet from me. That's a no for me, dog. Mm -hmm. The sound lasted just a quick second, enough to get my heart pounding. I turned my camera back on. The red low battery indicator threatened to leave me in the dark once again, <laughs> uh, eliminating what little comfort I had in the illumination from the LCD screen. They're noting the infrared and UV camera mounted lights are invisible to the human eye. Like we have that, like 
if you're not if you don't have your screen us flipping on our little night vision ir stuff does nothing you can't see it right you can only see it in uh night vision yes. on a camera i don't know sorry no! there's another one god kelsey i could not see anything in the bridge with me no faint flashes of light no moving shadows no figures i could barely make out the outline of our vehicle in the parking area behind the bridge's main entrance then the scraping sound rushed towards me no no i I spun around and the lcd screen blinked off (laughs) (laughs) yuck I frantically pushed the buttons on the camera, but it would not turn back on. I felt something ever so slightly nudge me from behind, and I ran out of the bridge following the faint light that Lourdes had on in our car. Now, imagine you hear this, like, quick rubbing sound on. I don't know if the mic picked that. picked up. The quick rubbing sound. A whoosh. Something touched your side. Now, imagine a woman who she were I picture, basically samar what's her yeah. name from the ring but like long nails and she's like dragging her yeah. nails across the wood coming by you with like the faintest touch of her freaking claws what if she has like scary long arms or the nails are so long they can scratch the boards of the 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 actual uh <laughs> the floor <laughs> the floor oh uh, she's just walking with palms out like like just or floating, if they're dragging towards you and she's dragging her like gorilla knuckles but not knuckles her fingernails across the floorboards and floating towards you mm-hmm. no this is we just make it worse it's fun <laughs> it's we love doing favorite. that <laughs> i felt instantly relieved once i left the bridge lordis and claire bolted out of the car when they saw me they said did you see anything i asked sorry no lordis said the cameras went down ah uh, all four of them, I asked incredulously. Yes, just now, Claire chimed in. She's not happy that we're here. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Good, good, good. So in the time that they hear scratch, whoosh, bump, run out, everybody's stuff died at the same time. Four, five cameras So all died at the same time. This spirit used a lot of energy to do what they just did. They yes. siphoned it from all of the electronics is what it sounds like. So those cameras, they had four cameras. It sounds like not all of them were even in the bridge. Yeah. Um, yes, all died at the same time. So that was a, I want to say, if you believe in this stuff, if you're here, you probably (laughs) at least want to believe. Yeah. Um, that's a lot. Yes. That is a lot of energy. And I feel like some people maybe think it's silly, but like, it's like mediums when they tell spirits, like, use my energy to speak to these people. It's just a different form of energy. Right. Like, I think it's harder to believe because it's tangible things and people are like, they can't mess with my stuff. They can and they will. Mm, yep so we fiddled with the cameras for another 20 minutes and it was clear that we were rapidly running out of batteries i decided to wrap up our investigation by 2 a.m we had hours of footage to process and hours of audio i quickly flipped through my photos to see if there was anything major that showed up there wasn't anything that i could discern on the three inch screen on my camera besides the obvious orb anomalies paul loaded the last bag in the vehicle and we drove across the bridge one last time on our way back to our hotel Less than 15 minutes later, we were parked outside our rooms. You guys have to see this, Claire exclaimed as she stood behind our vehicle. Mm, Are we recalling now? Yes. Foreshadowing. Mm -hmm. I walked around behind the car and at the very top left-hand edge of the back window, there was a partial handprint. The top portion of the palm with four fingers pointing straight down. Okay. 
the handprint looked like it was made by a young woman. It was, a, I guess, a, a slender small, yeah. hand. Yeah. And in order to make the handprint on our car like that, someone would have to be crouched on the roof of on, the vehicle, placing their hand on the top window as if they were like crawling down the back of the car. Yeah, that's kind of what I was picturing. <laughs> yeah. So fingers pointed towards the ground yeah there's no reason any there's no normal way someone's hand would be on a back window right, unless like you're that. like a super unless, tall person that's like or resting if, if they have like a rack on the top of the car and they were loading something and grabbed to stabilize but like it doesn't seem like that's the case here right otherwise hopefully they would deduce that like it's possible yeah so there's a handprint coming down the back window that's cool mm-hmm well wow. so there you go that is someone else that we live vicariously through someone else's investigation and it just gives me vibes of like it seemed like it just felt like that i'm like we've been there we've done this yeah like i like the way it was written it just sounds like an investigation we would do and that we should do well and you know what if i have to. the time <laughs> yeah if i have the time to swing through stowe and don't get chased away maybe well that was fun um, yeah, the nails, man. It's the nails for me. Claws, <laughs> nails or claws, depending on what you're reading. Uh, that she will scratch cars, like leave Wolverine-style scratches in cars on backs. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and next week it's already time for some reason. Golly. To do our own investigation. I know, I'm sitting here saying, like, very exciting, like, or not very exciting, like, reading this, like, it feels like we're there. Well, we're about to be somewhere, because it's coming. Yeah, and I realized it seems a lot sooner than it should be, because we missed oh, that we one offset. week. That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, so everything's been pushed so back. So it hasn't even been a month since, like, the power and everything, I don't uh, know. That's right, because it was June 29th that we lost power. So we'll be past... Yeah, it's in the general area. That's, man, I know. time is an illusion. Good Lord. We're going back to Tunnelton. Yay! Yay. <laughs> Just kidding. Spooky. Maybe. Maybe. Mm. We'll find out. <laughs> all right, well, I guess we will see you guys next week. Yeah, that that's it. That is all. Okay, well, okay, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Mixing, editing, and music is by Kelsey Ingram. Our cover art is done by both of us. Visit our website at orsotheysaypod.com. You can find links to our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok all at orsotheysaypod. If you would like to donate and have access to all of our evidence from our investigations, please visit patreon.com slash orsotheysaypod. You can donate as little as $1 to hear EVPs, watch haunting videos, and see photographic evidence we've captured during our travels. You can also give a once-off donation to our PayPal, which will be linked on our website as well. Merchandise can be found at redbubble.com slash people slash or so they say pod. You can find or so they say on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. And when you do find us, please make sure to rate, review, follow, or subscribe. We and the algorithms will thank you for it. See See you you next week. week.